Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, we had Chelsea beat Spurs 2-0 yesterday. Today was supposed to be Liverpool versus Arsenal, but Liverpool have pulled, have pulled the old we don't have enough players but they're copping a lot of stick for it because, really, it does look like they have enough players, don't they? Yeah, it's a, it's a, a really a really uh, tricky position they've put, put themselves in here. You, you can you can create an argument for pretty much any club out there at the moment can create an argument for having a game abandoned. Um, but there there are there are a number of, of hurdles that have to be passed, you know, as far as the authorities are concerned, and, and points that have to be proven. Um, Liverpool have made 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 well. People around Liverpool Football Club have made the case about how the training ground has had to be had to be closed. This is the key detail. Um, with the training ground closed for COVID reasons, this has meant that the the essential preparation that's required and keeping people safe, etc. Um, that, that is that is you know the reason why this is all happening you know the purpose of safety and stopping the spread of covid in the way that it is um you know it's pretty widespread in the uk right now um if you if you start moving players to uh having having massage and having um post having post training session sessions um video sessions analysis all the rest of it in the stadium then it just transfers the problem to somewhere else so this is this is how they managed to justify it but there are enough players um you know if if my my, I look through the squad, and it's not a question of quality; it's a question of numbers. And if you have the numbers to put out a team, then that's that has to be the only hurdle that's that's that's, that's you know that's key to cross. The fact of the matter is that Liverpool are depleted at the moment. They're depleted because of COVID. The management structure has been has been hit by this, um, but also they're depleted because of the African Cup of Nations and a few injuries, uh, and the, the, the whole ins and outs of it means that there is benefit to the, to the match being, being put off from their, um, their perspective. And you'd be frustrated um, you know, looking in from, from Arsenal, but looking in from, um, from the, the leading clubs across the Premier League and thinking, well, you know, there does appear to be a game played here to create a scenario where the game can, game, game can be argued that it needs to be called off and be, be postponed. But it will come back to bite them because fixture congestion is going to be a massive thing moving forward and with the, the match being rescheduled in um, in a few in a, in a week's time essentially um, a little over a week's time that's where that's where there's going to start to be a massive build-up and, and and the likes of uh, Sadio Mane and Mo Salah will not be back from the African Cup of Nations um, that quickly no matter how poorly the teams play so um, yeah the, the the problems will stack at a later point it seems like you're just like kicking a can down the road a little bit here with the decision to uh, to not um, go all out for having the game taking place yeah it's an interesting one because I mean some of those players that aren't available that they've, they've basically pegged this on, haven't actually played any League Cup for them this season either. I mean, they had nine of their under-23 yeah. squad last in their quarter-final. Uh, if that's good enough for the quarter, it should be good enough for the semi, I would have thought. But uh, we, we should move on uh, to the FA Cup. Now, Mitch McClinigan's uh, with me, Matt, who's uh, one of New Zealand's top white ball cricketers. Uh, he's a 
was, big I unit, think, is big unit, big unit <laughs> six three, it, yeah. 130 kegs. Uh, you imagine that's steaming in it, you mate. But uh, he's he's part of the I'm show. A, I'm aware. I'm aware of the legend of Mitch. Um, oh, you've, um, you, I've been. Uh, we, we discussed him in the past, but even before that point, your, your name went before you. So that's yeah, all good. Yeah, so, so he, he's uh, he's he's looking for for a steer on a few uh, a few punts for the FA Cup uh, third round this weekend. And of course, third round is is always a good good opportunity for. Uh, you can either bank a whole bunch of very bankable ones and put them together in, a, in an acre, as you call them, or a multi, as we call them, or, or there's the option for the odd, odd upset as well. What, do you, what have you got for Mitch? So are we, are we, going, are we going big odds? That we're going for here. Well, I've got a question first and foremost. I know, I know you've got the okay. derby with uh, Millwall and Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal Palace is paying two dollars. Millwall three dollars forty. I know it's at Millwall. Uh, are we seeing an upset here with Millwall? With, with, with just just to cover myself before giving this recommendation <laughs> out to you. With with the, the with the third round of the FA Cup, as as um, Ricardo just alluded to, with the uh, with the League Cup in the early rounds of the FA Cup, huge huge numbers of players are rested from the from the senior team, mm. um, from the from the strongest eleven that's available, and that will happen with the with the Premier League sides, but it will also happen with Championship sides. So there is a little bit of a, a divvying up there when it's when it's a, a side from sides from the top two divisions. It's different when you move down the divisions. So so Palace are likely to start maybe only five of their strongest players. And, and what, what's worked out to be a kind of a, an effective strategy in recent times is, is that you, you, have a, you have a core of the senior players who make it feel an important enough match mm. um, to, to, to make them all like drag each other up. And, and the players around them are inspired by the fact they have these senior players alongside them. Palace have quite a, de- quite, a, quite a decent mix of players. I mean, they, they, they have about 20 players who can all consider themselves to be fairly to be fairly consistently involved in first-team action. So a bit of a resting won't be a major issue for them. That's my long answer to a short question, which is, I still think Palace will win it. Beautiful. So that's not the game that I would, that's not the game that I would go for. I would, I would well, I mean, <laughs> Pal- I mean you, you, uh, <laughs> it depends on what your odds you get in, but I mean, pa- Palace, are, Palace are, are, are playing pretty well and they're pretty professionally drilled. And Patrick Vieira has a, has a record in the cup of respecting the cup as well um, as a player. So that's, that's one for that. There are some, there are some, um, Big imbalanced fixtures as far as, um, you know, loading from the bottom to the top is concerned. Mm. And um, Shrewsbury against Liverpool, obviously Liverpool are a, are a, are a, bit, of a, a bit of a powerhouse at the moment and have been for, for a number of years. And they take the cup fairly seriously. Shrewsbury um, came close to shocking them a few years ago. Uh, and I don't think they'll be overwhelmed by this either. So I think that could be a game which, if there's an option to it, to be taking that going to a replay, I think that's one worth, well worth having a look at. Um, it would be a massive shock if Shrewsbury were to beat them, but um, potentially for a replay. That's exciting. And, uh, and I guess uh, I guess Newcastle as well, I was just looking at the transfer windows as well. Uh, looks like they're looking at Todd uh, Canswell yeah, from not, uh, out, of out of Norwich. I mean, that'll be huge if uh, he's, he moves up north. It, um, it, well, it would, be, it would be, it'd be huge for Norwich. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little bit of a, of a route of players going from Norwich to, um, to Newcastle in recent times. Jamal Lewis, the left-back, who has, has plotted to deceive a little bit went, um, when Norwich were last relegated. And, um, and Daryl Murphy as well, um, one of the two Murphy brothers, uh, went to go and play up there. And again, hasn't set the world alight. So it would be a, a continuation of a trend which where they would be hoping that they could get a better return from Todd Cantwell. Cantwell is a player who I very much like. 
Uh, I've spoken to him a few times. He's a he's a very bright lad, hugely ambitious, um, not and, and hasn't particularly got the respect he's deserved over the years, really, from um, from the Norwich hierarchy um, contracts not particularly being improved when he had the when he when he when he'd impressed for them in the Premier League mm. and. Being, being chosen behind a couple of their more their their, their bigger name players, being basically being left out of the team of, of occasions when they went back down because Buendia was playing well and other players were playing well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he were to be uh, he were to be very hungry to impress um, with a move to Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle uh, obviously got got some money now, um, Matt, and they they've, they've <laughs> they uh, have yeah. uh, looks looks like they've got Kieran Trippier, the England right back. They've, it looks like they're going to get that deal done from Atletico Madrid for about twelve million, which looks to be a bit of a bargain for them. Um, there has been some talk of as many as six players coming in, but I mean, uh, in this window, which would be massive if that happens, because that I don't think I've ever seen a club in the in this window uh, sign that many players. Obviously, they're fighting relegation and they, they, they don't want to go down, but there is an op, uh, there is a possibility that you. You know, you almost have to reset, start again, and I don't know if that's you know six too many at this time of the year. It's an enormous uh, overhaul of your of your team and of your playing squad, and it's and it's a it could create a little bit of a of a split in the camp with the the old guard and the new ones, especially with the new money and the wages that players will have to be offered to draw them into a potential relegation fight. Of course, there'll be con- there'll be clauses put in contracts if uh, if Nor- if Newcastle are relegated, which will be you know which will. Uh, protect players who are joining, but I, I, I see I see a number of players joining. There's a, um, Lucas Dean, the um, the left back at Everton, who's being watched by Chelsea and also by Newcastle. He seems to have ruled out a move um, via his representatives to Newcastle, but I wouldn't be surprised if a little bit of money is waved his way and the contract is lined up with a few little clauses in to say he can escape if it all goes wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if he were to be tempted to go there. He like he he left Barcelona previously to join Everton. Because he wanted regular first team football, and he put up with being behind Leighton Baines for a short while, but then he forced his way through. Um, he's he's a he's a player of, of of great attacking quality, not quite so good defensively, but he'll certainly improve their left back position. Uh, and Jesse Lingard as well is being linked, and he's been linked to to um, four or five different clubs at the moment. But um, he's the kind of player who's shown with West Ham that he can elevate the players around him, and he's a proper professional. Mm. And he's somebody who, no matter who he's playing with, he will he will give his all and he will remain focused. And he's determined to show that, you know, that he he deserves more respect really by, than 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 he's got from uh, from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer previously, and and now by the Manchester United hierarchy. So I would I'd keep an eye on that one as well. A very strong chance. Six players uh, is a massive overhaul, um, but it's desperate times at Newcastle, and they need to uh, to take action. Yeah, too right. Um, Ricardo keeps on getting bombarded with texts about Man United, um, about what's going to fix <laughs> his team from sliding down the ladder. I know they're not going to be able to fix it um, entirely uh, within this trade window, but uh, what players, um, are they looking for a midfielder at the moment in markets to try and bolster that middle of the field there? there, there yes, there are suggestions. I mean, the, the, long, longer term, there are a number of key players who are who are not happy there. Uh, and Paul Pogba still hasn't signed signed long term contract. Uh, Van der Beek is is um, according to today's papers um, is looking to uh, looking to move ASAP. Um, not that would be a major impact as far as Man United's first eleven is concerned. Um, but Bruno Fernandez as well is another player who who's the, the number of players who aren't happy who just who are just unsettled by this. This this long term decline of Manchester United. Um, so there's there's certainly in the market for the right players. The question, of course, always at this time of year is, 
is this the time of year where you're going to get a decent player uh, and you're going to get the kind of player that you that you want to be uh, to be challenging for the you know, realistically for the top four in the short term and then to be challenging for the title and Manchester United have to be challenging for the title and, and this time of year you don't get many of those kind of bargains so it would be um, it would be an unusual thing for uh, for United to pick up somebody like that the big rumor of the day. Um, following the weekend's performance is Ruben Neves, the Wolves midfielder, who incredibly is still only 24 years old. But he's a magician. He's absolutely sensational when when he's in a team which functions in the right kind of way and which enables him to get the ball in space. Uh, and he can make things happen. And there, there's very strong rumours being thrown out by a number of the papers over here suggesting that Neves is the top target. And not necessarily for this window, although that's what they would like, but they'd be willing to wait until the summer to get him. Yeah, Neves would be uh, a great signing. He's been linked for a couple of years, actually, but it uh, looks like one they could get done uh, in this window. All right, Matt. Hey, listen, before we let you go, uh, we have we have an undertaking here where we're going to put together a 25-leg acre, um, as, as you call them in the UK. We call them multis here, uh, to, try, to try and... Uh, to try and you know, turn over a decent amount of money for for as little input as possible. Um, so I've I've started us off with some ideas for the FA Cup. Let me know what you think of these games is the most likely one to tip us up. So we've gone Man City yeah. over Swindon. We've gone Brentford over Port Vale, Chelsea over Chesterfield, Liverpool over Shrewsbury, Tottenham over Morecambe, and Arsenal away at Forest. Oh, I mean they're all they're all you. You're backing all of the right horses. Obviously, you're backing you know, the, the big ones. Liverpool, Shrewsbury is the challenging one for me. Um, Forest and Arsenal would be the other one which slightly jumps out, but I'm, I'd be pretty happy with all of those. Good shouts. Yeah, OK. Of course... Uh, have, have, I, have, I, have, I got, have I got to choose one? Have I got to get rid? Well, you, you, I mean, you don't have to get rid, but just the, the one that was kind of uh, probably... Uh, have you waking up at four in the morning in a cold sweat going, oh, oh I hope this one comes through? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arsenal are still an unpredictable beast, and despite the fact that they have improved in recent times, um, Arsenal are the one, uh, other team which, if they rest uh, a handful of their key players, Emile Smith-Rowe is, is the heartbeat of that team. Um, and if you take out a couple of the other players in the spine, uh, as they're likely to with the resting, then, then Forrest... I've shown I've shown some quality um, since the change around since Chris Hewton went and Cooper came in, so um, I, I, that would be the one that I would be slightly concerned about. But um, I think you're on pretty safe ground. Yeah, nice. All right. And then we're, yeah, Liverpool, right. You think Liverpool's under 23s, who obviously can't play in the League Cup semi-final, but can play in the FA Cup third round, should get the job done. I think I, I, I still I still think they will, but it will be it will that that's that's the other one which is a, which is a, a a tight job because Shrewsbury will will they'll be sending a lot of fans up there. It's a very it's a very short journey from Shrewsbury up to uh, up to Liverpool, like, like less than an hour, uh, and they will go up in their numbers. They will fill the away end, and they will have for pretty close to their strongest team out. Um, they've got some pace in the Shrewsbury team. They've got a couple of ex Premier League players. Uh, and they, they've got some quality, so potentially that's a risky one, but not enough to draw a sweat. Yeah, no, all right, good stuff. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for coming on and having a chat. Uh, good to catch up with you, and uh, we'll uh, continue to uh, uh, to follow you on uh, Twitter at Matt Reed uh, sixty six. You know, Matt was the first man to interview Raheem Sterling, Ross Barkley, Theo Walcott when they turned pro. Really? Yeah, many, many more, many more names. Yeah, many <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a proper name drop. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did assume that was Ross Barclay, not Niles Barclay, but we'll we'll leave that there. <laughs>
<laughs> good stuff, Matt. Go well, Cheers, mate. Guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Cheers, uh, Matt Reid there with us talking FA Cup uh, football. Do you feel more learned now after that chat, Mitch? Uh, it hasn't filled me with much more confidence. It hasn't? Okay. <laughs> no. All right. All right. I was, I was Shrewsbury's paying eight bucks, and he's saying they, they might tip up uh, Liverpool. Well, that would be so, a massive upset if that happened. Yeah. yeah you, are you thinking about investing in that, are you? A slight... A slight uh, uh, just a wonky one. No, I'm just thinking about... Well, I think we want to keep... If something like that's going to happen, we'll try, try to keep it out of the multi. The interesting one I've, I see is, is, is Norwich um, going to be able to to be able to get up over Charlton. Uh, well, I mean, that's... And yeah. that, that'll bolster our odds a bit. That's $1.80. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's that's an interesting one. I tell you, the one I've backed on, on as an outsider, just uh, because I, th- I think it's a possibility, is uh, is Cambridge to get a draw against Newcastle and ooh. to take that to a replay, and that's paying fives. Oh, yuck. <laughs> I wouldn't put it in the moulding. Uh, I just backed that as a side. As a side bet. Yeah, okay, it's a side cool, bet. Cool. It's a side bet. Uh, this is the SENZ Summer Breakfast. Mitch McClinic and Ricardo Ball with you through till 11 o'clock. Keep your calls coming through 0800 150 811 on the Kennards Fire Higher phone line. I'll get that. Not the Kennards Fire Hone line. No, we'll get that right. The Kennards Higher phone line 0800 or 8 Double three, the Washington football team, the Washington Redskins, they're going to rename themselves and they're making the announcement February 2. What should their name be? Keep your options coming in. We'll talk more about that and a few other things next.